You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. We're back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Mark Teresi here sitting in for Father Greg. Uh, just one more uh, time, an invitation, the Mass of Healing for those suffering with addictions will take place Wednesday, November 23rd, the day before Thanksgiving, 7 p.m., uh, at St. Linus Church. We thank Father Ryan Brady for sharing his story, powerful story um, of recovery and healing, um, and hope people take advantage of that invitation. Our second half of our show, the collection for the Catholic Campaign for Human Development, takes place at Masses in your parish on the weekend of November 19th and 20th. For the second half of today's program, we speak with Danielle Baudet, the program coordinator with CCHD in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Danielle's invited a couple of people uh, to speak about how the groups and organizations they represent benefit from the support of Catholic Campaign for Human Development. Good morning. Welcome, Danielle. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. And is that Barbara that we see there? Yes. Barbara Manley, welcome also to Catholic Chicago. Thank you for being here. I'm sure Father Greg's um, first question would be your journey to this position at Catholic Campaign for Human Development. Your heart has to be there. What led you to this spot? Yeah, it's it's been uh, such a joy to to be here. Um, I just came from graduating from Notre Dame with my master's in nonprofit administration. Beautiful, and I figured what what better of a place to kind of combine um, all that I love, which is faith, the Lord and, and people and in service. So this is really just kind of the perfect next step in, in my career. Um, and it's, it's been such a joyful four months. I mean, I started in July and so I've learned so much, so much has happened. So I'm just happy to be here. Now where's home for you? Daniel. I am from the Twin Cities area, so I graduated from the University of Minnesota. Go Gophers. Um, and Father Greg would ask, are you a Vikings fan? You know, funny enough, I'm not. Oh. I'm from the right on the border of Minnesota and Wisconsin on the Wisconsin side. So for some reason, my loyalty is with the Packers, but oh. I, I stand by that. Oh. I stand by that. <laughs> I'll relay that to Father Greg. He'll be, he'll be a bit disappointed as a Bears fan. Anyway, so let's talk about the give people. You know, people hear it, but they probably don't know the Catholic Campaign for Human Development. What is it? What have you learned uh, in your time there? That the impact of this collection and program. Yeah, the Catholic Campaign for Human Development is the church's national anti-poverty initiative. Um, we raise funds across the nation that impact our local communities. Uh, it's really, someone called it the best kept secret of the Catholic Church, and um, 
hopefully throughout my time here, I can make it so that it's not a secret anymore and so that everyone can know about it. That's great. That's great. And then Barbara is joining us as your guest. Barbara, your background? Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you this morning. So uh, I am here as a community leader uh, and volunteer with United Power uh, for Action and Justice, which works here uh, in the city of Chicago and Cook County um, to really uh, build up community leaders um, and address, address a lot of um, pressing social issues and inequities that exist in our society. Now, if I wrote about a little bit of your journey, how do, you know people don't end up in these positions <clears throat> with, without a passion for what you're doing. So, how did you end up? Right. In well, your I have to. I have to say, I think a large part of my journey um, was really the pandemic. So, wow. uh, found myself kind of locked in a in a bit of an ivory tower and struggling with all of the issues and challenges that I saw around me um, and heard about the work that United Power was doing. Um, so got to a point in my life where it was like really time to to take action, not just, you know, speak the words. Mm-hmm. Um, and what has really lit me up uh, is it's, it's work that has given me hope. So uh, the work of uh, United Power is really... Um, trying to address systemic problems, um, trying to work in community with people. So uh, it's unique in in my experience. It's not doing service to a community, but really trying to build up that community so that they can be empowered to solve their own problems mm-hmm. um, and then really standing alongside them. So, again, I think that's part of, you know, been my faith learning, but I never really knew how to, I think, put it into action. Um, and have found this just an amazing way to do that, to really stand in community with people um, that are disadvantaged and mm-hmm. trying to change their own situation. And where did you go to school? Where did I go to yeah. school? Uh, I, I did my undergraduate uh, school was uh, actually in a private college in Massachusetts. And then I did my uh, graduate work at the University of Michigan. Oh, so boy. I'm a proud Wolverines fan, and I'll stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you two connect? So, uh, Danny, I don't know if you want to take that. But... Yeah, this is actually our first time meeting, which is oh. so fun. Oh, I'm um, so glad I could provide yeah. you with the meeting. <laughs> yeah, Great. Barbara, it's such a joy to have you here. Mm-hmm. Um, we connected because um, I had a meeting with... Um, uh, someone who was working with Metro IAF, which United Power is a part of. And so when I was looking for people to kind of speak to the work of CCHD, um, Barbara was the person that uh, my contact had in mind. And uh, United Power is one of our CCHD funded groups that I haven't gotten a chance to interact with a ton yet. Um, and so it's such a joy to just be hearing the work that you do. Could you tell us just a little bit more about kind of what's going on at United Power right now. Yeah, and, and we'll have to change that, Danny, and invite you, you know, <laughs> to get more involved. Um, but we have uh, we have basically three campaigns that we're working on right now. Um, I think the biggest one where we're making some great progress, uh, we sort of have put under the umbrella of reclaiming communities. Uh, but we have a goal of building 
uh, 1,000 affordable homes on the west side of Chicago and 1,000 affordable homes on the south side of Chicago. So this has taken, you know, it, it's long, slow work to really make the transformational change. But these are putting affordable homes into neighborhoods that have been, you know, really disadvantaged and blighted by past uh, history with real estate and contract buying and redlining. Um, and I'm excited to say I think we're expecting in the next 18 months to build somewhere around 180 uh, units of housing, both home ownership and rental. So, um, so that's that's exciting. Um, the other campaigns that we're really focused on um, and starting to do more work on is around mental health um, and criminal justice reform. So, really working with our elected officials and the institutions in the city to find alternatives that when somebody has a mental health crisis, and again, whether that's you know somebody in your own family or you know maybe somebody on the street that the police are interacting with give them a place where and an alternative to how to respond to that so again talking about really transforming lives over the long term um you know if the police have to you know incarcerate somebody for mental illness all of a sudden then they have you know a criminal record um and really it's a mental health crisis and so uh, creating what they call crisis stabilization units and a place where the police can take uh, take those individuals that and to get the help that they need. So those are two of our biggest campaigns. And of course, uh, the third one, and uh, again, it's long, slow work, but very important is gun safety and how do yeah. we make all of our communities um, safer um, and reduce the amount of gun violence in the neighborhoods. So, and then explain, Danielle, the campaign uh, Catholic Campaign for Human Development, how are they connecting with Barbara's uh, projects? How do you connect? Yeah, so um, United Power has been a CCHD-funded group in some capacity for um, for quite a while, I believe. Do you know the, the number of years, Barbara? I don't. We, uh, we were founded in 97, um, and if I look at my notes... Um, I think, I mean, it's been, it's been years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm so since like the 2000s. So probably shortly after we really started work in, in the city. And does mm -hmm. United Power, uh, do they look at uh, advocacy in terms of union, union groups unionizing? Is that United Power? Or am I we right have not been doing okay. any work with groups unionizing. Okay. Um, and I think one of the things, and again, that, that is really important to our work is that we're strictly nonpartisan. So okay. we don't back candidates. Again, it's really working with the people in the community, building up community leaders um, so that they can advocate for themselves. So it's also not, you know, sort of us advocating on behalf of somebody else. It's, it's building up their individual power. Good. Thank you. We're going to take a little break, and Danielle will come back with you. I want to... Uh, discuss with you different programs that we are supportive of through the campaign, Catholic Campaign for Human Development. Uh, we'll be back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Mark Tracy sitting in here for Father Greg Sackwitz. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago, and we will be back uh, with Danielle Baudet, Barbara Manley, and another guest, um, when we come back from our break, please stay tuned.
Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. Forty-four for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. They see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. (laughs) I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. (laughs) Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Join Catholic Charities on Friday, December 2nd for the 33rd annual Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball at the Chicago Hilton. The spirit of St. Nicholas Ball is one of the most elegant galas of the holiday season in Chicago, and proceeds provide critical funding for our programs and services into the new year. Families, friends, and work colleagues make a tradition out of gathering at this extraordinary black tie event to celebrate the Christmas season. Enjoy an opening reception, gourmet meal, and live entertainment courtesy of the Ken Arlen Orchestra, all in support of Catholic Charities. Don't miss this special night for a great cause on Friday, December 2nd. To purchase tickets for the Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball, visit catholiccharities.net slash events or call 312-948-6963. That's 312-948-6963. back WNDZ 7:50 a.m. Catholic Chicago 3122558408 or you can go to youtube.com/catholicchicago Mark Teresi here sitting in for Father Greg Sakowitz. Uh we're talking to Danielle Bodet program coordinator with CCHD the Catholic Campaign for Human Development in the Archdiocese of Chicago and maybe Danielle, as we move forward uh, in, in our program, uh, you've been—you said you've been with this 
uh, campaign with the position for four months. Uh, what have you learned in the four months? I, I imagine it's a lot more than you imagined it would be. Yeah, it's, it is certainly so much more than I imagined. Um, I think the first thing that I learned is just, you know, the importance of building relationships. Um, this is such relational work. And yes, you know, there's logistics of grant reviewing and, you know, funding and all those of all those logistics. But I think I've just learned so much about how to build relationships um, from both my supervisors here at the Archdiocese, but also mostly through our, our grantees. You know, I'm, I'm constantly interacting with these people who have been doing community organizing for so long. And I've picked up so many skills from just listening how they how they communicate with me and how they communicate with their staff and um it's been it's been a joy to learn from from the experts and we're grateful you brought another guest uh who in the youtube world is sitting right next to you but i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure you're a bit distanced would you like to introduce our next guest yes this is leone bicchieri and he's the executive director and founder uh, working Family Solidarity. Thanks for being here, Leona. It's such a joy to see you again. Really great to be with Thank you. Thank you. Now let's let's see, here. Jose, uh, uh, Leon, your connect with the campaign. Yeah, so uh, our organization, Working Family Solidarity, and in Spanish, Solidaridad de Familias Trabajadoras. Uh, we have a lot of uh, Latino members. So we are uh, supported by CCHD, by the Catholic Campaign for Human Development. So we're a grantee. And then not just um, receiving funding, but, you know, being supported by the archdiocese, bringing us together with the other grantees, kind of collaborating, learning what other organizations are doing. We focus mainly on several communities uh, on Chicago's west, southwest and south side. And probably 90 to 95 percent of our members are African-American or Latino working families. Many of them are very low income. And we help them understand uh, their labor rights and housing rights and then also work together to create more good jobs and more affordable housing. Now, Leona, your your journey to this position, again, a position like yours, mm-hmm. like Danielle's, I mean, you don't get there by accident. I mean, it's, it's probably part of, been part of your passion. What's a little bit of your background? So my father's from Italy. My mother's from Mexico. That's the Leone Jose Bicchieri kind of back and forth <laughs> Italian Spanish part. A lot of good food. Uh, and I, a lot of good yeah, food. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> telling you. Um, but I grew up um, uh, partly in the Midwest, mainly southern Wisconsin, and, and then also the Northwest. Um, spent spent some years in Washington State. And to cut it really short, uh, I've worked in this in this kind of of work, uh, let's say movement for justice work with a lot of religious organizations, with Witness for Peace in Central America many years ago. Um, I worked with a then called National Interfaith Committee on Worker Justice, then changed its name to Interfaith Worker Justice. Uh, that's how I got to Chicago in 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've been working for a number of years as uh, the executive director some for almost eight years of a Chicago-based worker center. And then about six years ago, we formed Working Family Solidarity I will say that as a youngster, um, I won't say we went to catechism and mass every Saturday and Sunday, uh, but we certainly went sometimes. And uh, 
you know, like any kid, I was glad we could get donuts sometimes. But other times, I mean, you know, you're a little kid. But at other times, the Catholic social teachings that were talked about, they definitely had an influence on me. And, and my mom talked about those things and, um, you know, the option for the poor, the papal encyclicals on work, the dignity of work, um, you know, respecting people from all backgrounds. So that had an effect. And, you know, we're, we're having a good time. We got a lot of work to do, but we're really happy to be working for for ultimately what we're calling equitable development in the city of Chicago. Well, Leonie, I'll start with you and then I'll ask Danielle. Pope Francis, how does he fit into your work? Well, you know, I think the again, some of the things that he's talked about, uh, I kind of alluded to them, but but the papal encyclicals on work, um, the dignity of the laborer. Things like that, then in a sense, we've heard of a lot of us since we were little kids. Mm -hmm. But I think as you become an adult, you really think about what those mean. And so it doesn't just mean, you know, telling someone, hey, I'm not going to yell at you when you're working. But dignity includes a living wage. You know, dignity includes, you know, not firing someone after 10 years if they've never missed a day of work, even though legally you could, but kind of respecting that person, the needs they have to have a basic income. So those are the kinds of things that uh, that I think have been impactful and I, impactful. And I think Pope Francis has done a good job of reminding us all, um, at least in some of the work that I do around those things. And then maybe lastly, welcoming the immigrant um, and not having you know discrimination against any worker. Beautiful. Danielle, what about you? In terms of Yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was a fantastic answer. <laughs> so hard to follow up. But um, I think when a lot of people think of Pope Francis, they think, you know, Laudato Si and environmental justice and praise the Lord that has been put on the forefront of our mind um, in the Catholic in the Catholic world. I think I think additionally, um, Pope Francis has really been calling to mind um, all of what, you know, past popes have been writing about, you know, Rerum Navarum, um, Quadano, these other papal encyclicals that talk about, um, you know, the right to a just wage and the right to work and all of these things. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that there's there's a sense of calling these things to mind mm -hmm. of what what, you know, popes have been writing about for for centuries. So very happy that um, Catholic social teaching is is, you know, what we are, the spirit that we're working out of. Right. And Leone, so the Catholic Campaign for Human Development, why is that an important partnership for you? Well, as I alluded to earlier, we get a, a grant. We've gotten a grant every year for four years, uh, and we're applying again this year to the National Catholic Campaign for Human Development. So, you know, sometimes we want to shy away from talking about finances, but you have to pay bills and so on. So that's a very big help to us. And then again, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but it helps connect us to other grantees. We know of some of them, but we may not know them very well, or we may not know some at all. Sometimes it's been virtual in the last couple of years, but slowly getting back to more in person. Um, and before COVID, they were in person. So it also helps connect us to other people doing similar work. We may focus more on housing, for example, and jobs. Another one may do a little more transportation, but we're working with the same kinds of working families, especially low-income working families. So it's been a great help in, in all of those different ways. And you you speak of something very important, Father Jim Close, the late Father Jim Close, who was my mentor at Mercy Home for Boys and Girls, said you can't do the ministry without the money. Uh, you just can't. Yeah. And, and uh, Danielle, and you're spearheading <clears throat> this whole Catholic Campaign for Human Development collection. Do you want to provide our listeners and viewers with 
specifics, what they can look forward to, uh, when the collection is. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Why don't you? Pl- Absolutely. Yeah. So our collection is the weekend. Our collection is the weekend of November 19th and 20th. Um, you will see a second collection at, at the Church in the Pews. If you're looking for other ways to contribute or donate, please visit CCHD Chicago, and you will see all of the many, many ways you can um, contribute to our campaign. We have a Give Central link, um, which is fairly easy to use. Um, and on that website, you will also find my email in case there's any questions about um, you know, what we fund, how we fund it, how to donate. I'm more than happy to answer any questions. So give that uh, um, online uh, connect again for people. How can people contribute online? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. You can go to our website, CCHD Chicago, and it'll take you to uh, Give Central link uh, if you hit make a donation. And that is how you can uh, contribute online. And Leonie, maybe before we end uh, today, is there a story that sticks out in your mind in terms of, you know, the help that you've given to folks that really has impacted you in terms of moving your mission forward? Yeah, there's there's a lot. I'll I'll, I'll give one <clears throat> that happened actually. Um, it, it was just before the sort of COVID hit us, so it was two years ago or so, we were already receiving support from Catholic Campaign for Human Development. And one of our member leaders named Esmeralda de la Rosa, she lives um, right on the board of sort of back of the yards in West Inglewood. Mm -hmm. And um, she took it upon herself as she was getting to know us and becoming more of a leader member and developing her leadership. And she set up an immigration, essentially, workshop, uh, asked me if I could help provide someone and uh, I found an immigration attorney that we work with a Latina herself who grew up in the southwest side and we went to this person's school and early in the morning parents dropped off their kids then they stayed and they had this immigration workshop and then it kind of evolved into also people wanted to know about wages and workers compensation accidents at work and um, I'll finish with that because what what I really liked is Esmeralda had she had the idea she set it up at the school i literally did nothing i called this person i knew and we went together but esmeralda set the whole thing up so beautiful that's what i really like is seeing people develop that leadership right and that's a great way to end our program uh because it shows the impact the impact danielle of what you're doing and the impact also leone of what you're doing uh thank you so much danielle bodette program coordinator cc HD in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Thank you, Leone, Jose, Piccieri, and I'm sure, I'm sure those holiday meals are wonderful uh, that you celebrate with your Mexican <laughs> Italian heritage. Mark Teresi here, WNDZ, 7:50 a.m. Catholic Chicago. Thank you for listening. What a great program today! Uh, don't forget. Father Ryan, the Mass of Healing for those suffering with addiction, Wednesday, November 23rd at St. Linus. God bless you. Have a great day.